welcome back everyone merry meet um we are ready to have february's tarot of the month and this is going to be quite interesting um as we are unfolding so for 2024 i'm gonna pull these down just a little bit so you can see them just a little bit better for 2024 is the strength card this is where we have tamed that primal a reactionary energy within us and we're operating on more of an intellectual or a at our at a higher capacity we are learning how to allow these two to work together see they're connected and you see here bring this down just a bit the infinity sign on her head right there where it meets that represents the balance of the right and left brain which is the masculine and feminine energies okay so we are understanding that we are in order for us to live our highest purpose on our journey these two must work in harmony together there is magic in this harmony that brings about creation in its finest form so for the month of february we come to a new step in our journey from january we had the hermit card okay where we were having to follow our inner knowing um we were our own guru so to speak to bring light or illumination to the unconscious, to that which has been hidden. We are all born into a certain environments that have their own biases, that have their own beliefs, their own traditions, their own customs. And if the Hermit card tells us to pull back, that we need to isolate ourselves. You see, he's up here on top of this mountain. He's all by himself. And the only light he has is his lantern. That represents his inner light, his inner knowing, his inner illumination. So, and it also represents you know, that in that higher self, that highest self. So, as we pull back and we unplug from everybody and, and all, we begin to have a new perspective on things. Um, and we're able to step back from all that's going on right? So from all the drama, we need to step back and see the bigger picture of what's happening. Sometimes on our path, we can get caught up in the drama of life and we do end up missing important things that happen. So here we step back and we look, we listen to ourselves. Does this feel right to me? Um, is, is that what I believe in? Is this something that resonates with me? Is this my truth? So the hermit card gives us a moment to acknowledge those things and to really seek within the self to find our truth, who we are. So this process brings us to a shift in our life. And you could say it's an initiation of sorts. The next card that we have for February is about a shift in our life. It's a transition. You are stepping up so to speak, onto a new journey as we come to the card of February, which is the Wheel of Fortune, okay? So I'm going to pull this in a little bit so we can really look at this card. Get these out of the way. All right, there you go. It's a very interesting card. There's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot going on. 
it's okay, we'll talk about it, okay? The Wheel of Fortune's esoteric name is the Lord of the Forces of, light, of Life. And the Wheel of Fortune represents a twist of faith. It's something that will set us on a new path to fulfill the path of our destiny. The Wheel of Fortune can be seen as a portal to ascension, like a step up. Um, and it is connected to the Hermit card, which is about our higher self. So now we've got to a place where we're comfortable, we're secure, but now it seems that challenges have begun to arise and we're feeling pulled to do a higher purpose, maybe to step up and expand ourselves to learning and growing. So we find ourselves on this new path that we may not have been expecting. So the number 10 is on this card, and I want to talk about the number 10 really quick. The number one is about the individualization, and the number zero is about the eternal nothing. It represents all and everything. So this is the energy of the magician, as well as the fool. All right. Isn't that an interesting concept? Now, we'll talk about, let's, let's talk about the magician really quick, okay? Now, the magician is, it is referred to as the fool's celestial father. It represents the divine masculine. And he helps to connect with the primal forces of the cosmos, which is expansion and and constriction. It is the outward flow balanced with the inner. There's your infinity sign, your upside down, you know, eight, which is the infinity sign. And this is about balancing that masculine and feminine energies as well. This is the, that center point that you see right there is where creation happens. So this is important because these masculine and feminine energies help us have, you know, balancing these or harmonizing these helps us have better relationships with others. It helps us to understand ourselves better as well as how our energy flows and how we can harness it more, uh, harness that energy for our higher potential, our, um, like our highest potential. The magician brings spirit energy, see where he's pointing up, down to earth, the physical. And this is in creation to the external world. So, the first cards of the major arcana, the first seven, are known as the seven keys. And they're related to the preparation of the great work. So, we have the very first card, which is the zero card, which is the full card. Um, which is the first step of the um, into the limitless light and the full step he takes onto the journey of self-actualization. So the magician is the second step and the magician is considered like to be a magi, the wizard, a wise man. And this represents the power to make things happen and to create by one's own will. So, 
this card, um, I want to talk about a few things on this card because there's a great amount of symbolism on this card alone. And let's begin with the magician. And you can see the magician is standing with his right hand with a uh, double terminated uh, crystal in it, pointing up, pointing up to the heavens, up to that higher energy. He's pulling that down and he's directing it down to the world, to um, the physical world. So he is being a conduit of sorts. Um, he is pulling from the spiritual unmanifested into the physical manifest form. The left hand acts as a transparent transparent channel for that power. So yeah, he's being a conduit for this energy. He is open and he's receptive to the powers above and he is actively calling them in. And something we have to notice here is he is very focused. So there's one of your key words on here. And he must work in harmony with the universe to make this happen as above, so below. Um, and this, you know, this includes working with the cosmos. We have to have that masculine and feminine, feminine energy working in harmony in order to create. And you will see the background is yellow like the full card and that represents the element air as well as the radiant light of spirit. Um, his outer robe is red which stands for passion, passion and the active use of will as well as desire. Um, the white is his inner robe is about purity, truth, and the wisdom of spirit. So interesting here, he's wearing a, be an, a belt that's a snake eating his own tail, which is also called the Ouroboros. And this is a symbol of alchemy that represents the eternal cycle of transformation. And you can see he's in this private garden. And this is his secret. It's, it's to, he's to himself. The garden symbolizes something that must be cultivated. Just like if you've worked in any garden, you have to tend it. Um, it is something that we must consciously and actively take care of on a regular basis. The garden represents our life. And the soil at which it grows represents the subconscious mind. We see red roses in here that represent um, desire. Um, it represents... Um, it represents the desire to create the life we want, to um, live a fulfilled life, one that is aligned with our highest um, good. And the white lilies that are on here represent knowledge, um, hidden truths, learning the higher principles of the universe. So the what drives the magician is his quest for knowledge as well as desire. On the altar, he has items that represent the four elements. First, let's look at what he has. He has a pentacle, which is a five-pointed star, um, which is the ability to wield the powers of nature, to, to direct them into physical form. And uh, physical form represents the success of the fifth element. 
that means that um, the fifth element is the element of spirit which embodies the flesh. And then we have the chalice, represents the element water. This is the ability to, um, to be open, to receive inspiration, to connect with our intuition, um, as well as our imagination, so that we can reach out beyond the ordinary into those spiritual realms. Then we see the sword represents the element of air. And this is about the ability to access the higher mind as well as to use discernment. Discernment is so important. And then at last we have the wooden staff. And this represents the element of fire. This gives us the ability to harness our desires and to steer our um will okay so and this is all keys to what is called the great work to will to know to dare and to keep silent so the magician is basically telling us or he teaches us that self-mastery can only be born if we are focused and attentive to that higher power he reminds us that we have all that we need in in order to reach our goals, but we must use our spiritual gifts in order to make this happen. His planet is Mercury, and Mercury is pictured with winged feet and a helmet, and a, you know, the winged helmet and the winged feet. That's about swiftness, it's quickness. Mercury is also the me the messenger of the gods. So, you know, it was him who brought communications to humans from the gods. He is connected to Hermes, which is the great alchemist, as well as Toth or Jehuti. And the ancient Egyptians attributed all the teachings of science and wisdom to Toth and um, this character, including logic, astronomy, math, magic, Language, music, alchemy, astronomy, astrology, including medicine. Um, Toth is associated with the ibis bird and the all-seeing eye. And the ibis bird is very um, interesting because it reaches down into that deep, dark mud to get the goody. So this is about having to dig deep um, to get that knowledge and as well as bringing that that darkness into the light. He also reminds us that things aren't always as they appear to be. So, you know, we have the power to make things happen, but we also have to understand that there's a lot more stuff going on. So the fool is the neophyte. Um, on his journey to enlightenment, the fool card is the heart of the human cycle. It's the innermost circle of the wheel. And he is beginning a new path. And it looks like he's standing on this very edge of a cliff. He's just, he's looking up for that divine inspiration. He's got that white rose in his hand. So a new beginning is there. So it's interesting to me because in medieval societies, the fool was the jester. He was the class clown in today's world. But the fool is known to be a trickster, and tricksters 
can be used to test knowledge. They will they um, will present the beautiful shiny objects that try to distract us from where we are going as well. So they're testing us basically to see if we can pass um, the test of illusions that the world can offer us to keep our mind focused. Again, focus and will. Yeah, that's a big one. So you see, he is beginning his his um, journey of illumination. And, you know, he has taken that leap of faith. He's trusting in himself. Um, you know, that everything will work out the way it should be. His planet is Uranus. And Uranus is the energy of unexpected change and awakenings. Um, Uranus has been called, um, his energy has been called that of the mad genius. So, um, basically that changes, he tells us that uh, changes cannot be avoided, but to use them as a catalyst in order to push, they're used as a catalyst in order to push you out of the rut so that you may have different options in front of you. So that is a foundation of the wheel. And I want to get back to this wheel of fortune here, okay? So this is our card of the month. And I really want us to, to really dig deep into this card. So you'll see there's something in each of the four corners. You see the Sphinx at the top of the sword. You see the snake coming down. So... You can see a bull, you can see a lion, an eagle, and a man. This is considered the man. Um, so, this represents the four watchtowers, so to speak. Uh, the four fixed signs of the zodiac. And that is Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. So the Wheel of Fortune represents the cycle of cosmic expressions. And you can see this by the three circles that surround it. The three circles represent the plane of creation, with the center representing the source, or the divine spark. Um, that inner circle is divided into eight spokes that represent universal energy of spirit. The middle circle has four symbols, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, the four symbols on it representing the three essentials for alchemy, which is mercury, sulfur, and salt, as well as spirit, soul, and body, with the bottom symbol representing the disillusion of illusion. Now, the inner circle represents the material world, and it has Hebrew letters on it as well. It has T-A-R-O on the wheel at each of the directions of north, east, south, and west. Now, the, um, the Hebrew letters that are on the outer circle represent the letters Yod, He, Va, He, 
which is the sacred name of God. And T-A-R-O represent the esoteric motto. It is Rota Taro Orat Torah Ator. So this is so this is saying that the Wheel of Fortune card means Tarot speaks the law of Hathor, or nature. So the serpent that you see waving down here on the left side of the card, it represents the vibration of the cosmic energy coming into matter. The jekyll-headed figure that you see is called Hermanibus, Hermes and Anubis combined. This symbol represents the evolution of consciousness from a lower vibration to a higher vibration. This is the depiction of humanity as a whole. At the top of the wheel, you see a sphinx that represents the true self that has finished its evolutionary journey of manifestation. Now, he is always at the top, even when the wheel is spinning. So while the serpent and the hermanubus may move with the cycles within the evolution or, or de-evolution, these things represent regeneration and integration of the great work. If you'll notice, the sphinx, the sphinx has a human face and it represents the higher consciousness. It is holding a sword that stands for awareness and it holds the power of liberation, which is how we get off the merry-go-round of life. The color orange of the wheel represents um, that it is being powered by solar energy. The clouds that we see represent Jupiter, which is the Lord of Rain, and he is responsible for keeping the earth alive. So this card is about something happening, a situation developing. A, um, it's, it's about uh, something happens that gives us a new perspective, maybe making us into a new person. This is the universal principles of abundance and expansion, moving and taking risk. Uh, this card, it reminds us that we have to ch that we have to change we have to utilize the laws of the universe to be open to new opportunities we need to take account of the ebb and flow of nature and learn how to work within the cycles of the nature in order to evolve to grow to expand so the esoteric name of the will of fortune is the lord of the forces of life and this says a lot because the energy of this card is air and fire. Jupiter represents great fortune and prosperity. And, um, and it is the planet of the astrological sign Sagittarius. Um, and Sagittarius relates to the temperance card. But that's a different thing. We'll talk about that at a different time. Uh, Jupiter is also the co-ruler of Pisces, which is connected to the moon card as well as the 12th house. So this is just something to be mindful of. Um, you can read about that or study about that. Um, I will say that Jupiter is exalted in the sign of Cancer, which um, which represents the chariot card. Remember, that was last year's card, 2023. 
And exalted basically means that he's operating at his higher energy. So, um, here nature is reminding us that there is an orderly plan behind everything. Um, nature is about change and cycles. And we, when we do not work within this ebb and flow of nature, um, we stagnate and decline. The will of fortune can mean unexpected change. So it is something that happens that shifts us to a higher level, and hopefully so. So those that would relate to this card would be entrepreneurs or advisors of big companies, um, those that work in stock markets. Um, it represents, you know, that which has risen and fell and then rose again. Um, like reinventing yourself. Maybe, you know, you've come to a point in your life where you're just like, okay, I'm not really happy with what I'm doing. And, you know, I've taken the advice of the hermit card and I realize that the path that I'm on is not the one for me. So this is about um, building yourself again into something else, to, to reinvent yourself, um, to become wiser than you were before, stronger than you were before, um, more connected to yourself. This is about evolution. So what you're doing is you're stepping up. Um, and again, if you were picking this card in a reading and if you had it, um, and if you had it reversed like that, or it is ill, um, um, meaning it would mean the opposite. So, this is about um, spiritual innovate, innovation. Um, it's connecting to the service of humanity and the evolution of the consciousness of humanity. And it, it advises us to never stop learning and to never stop growing. That is the cycle of life. Um, and you notice that there's books right here. Each of the four corners has a book. And it's telling you to never stop learning. Never stop your quest for knowledge right here. This is why it's connected to the Magician card. Because it takes great strength, great will, great focus and self-discipline to be the self-mastery, right? To be the self-master in order for us to change the circumstances. So February is going to be something of um, a bit of a change for us. Um, this is where we are coming out of the Hermit card where we do have a different perspective um, we may feel like that we're not going in the right path that we want to go down. And it may be time to change that path. It may be a time that you do have to go uh, and study again. Maybe you are starting school. Maybe you are starting a, um, a class, something else to help you um, better your life. 
better your life. But remember, you have everything before you that you have, and you will have to use not only your physical things, but your spiritual gifts as well. And the fool reminds us to trust in yourself. Don't just do it for a complete, you know, um, it's, it's all about you because it is, but there's a bigger picture here. It's about others too. Others, um, humanity as well. So this is very interesting as we go into February, the number 10 and the will of fortune. Remember that life has an ebb and flow to it. Sometimes we're at the top and sometimes we're at the bottom. It is a flow. That is what this world is about. It's changing. It's alive. We have seasons. Our planet itself changes. It has its own cycles that it goes through. It has, um, just look back in history at everything they're finding, especially now um, they're doing these core samples, these ice core samples where they're digging down deep and they're seeing where the earth has changed. It's had, it's had its frozen moments. It's had its hot moments. It had all of these different things. It's had floods. It's had this. It's had that. Change is always, always there. That is our only constant here. And the way that we can go through these change is to be balanced with our masculine and feminine energies, know who we are so that we can and have that self-mastery so that we can direct that energy in the way that we want it to manifest. And not just for ourselves, not just for the greed, but for the whole of humanity. It's not just about us. It's about others as well. And that is about, that is, you know, that's part of learning that self-mastery. It's not completely about the ego. It's about others as well. All right, that is it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Please leave messages and or comments or whatever. I'd love to hear from you. And I will see you next time when we talk about March. Blessings, everyone.